0: You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad, and I have to confess, before we immigrated back in 1988, we went out one night in Tullamore with friends of ours from Borough, who we still keep in contact with, and we had a wonderful night, a fantastic night at the Bridge House. And when I said that, it was memorable, because what was memorable about it was it was a concert of Mary Blacks. And Mary put on a wonderful performance, and Mary is still putting on tremendous performances. She's touring North America at the moment, and she's going to be at the Midland Cultural Centre on Monday, August 7th at 8pm. And I'm honoured to have Mary on the phone, to be able to have a short chat. Mary, thanks a million for coming on.
1: Not at all, often Pleasure.
0: And uh, i say very fond memories.
1: Yeah. When you talk about 1988, I'm just thinking there now, that was the year she was born, and she would have been the youngest of my three uh, children, so... Uh, it was a hectic time between juggling c- children and gigging <laughs> and, and traveling. You know, I just I, I often think back and say, how did I ever do it really, you know? But uh, we managed between us, Joe and myself, and Joe wouldn't travel with us when we were when the kids were small. He would be holding the fort at home, doing his work during the day, but my mother was great. I had great backup, so it made it so much easier to have family backup there, you know?
0: And when you talk about family backup, the black family is very much a family when it comes to music.
1: That's right. Yeah, my mother and father were both musical. Mammy um, loved to sing right up to to the day she died, nearly. And uh, Daddy played played um, fiddle and mandolin, and um, so between them they passed on this great love of music. And there was always music in the house and instruments around the house. And we used to sing together then as we as we began to grow. And sing together then as 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 a band. Well, not so much a band. We we, we did tour a bit um, as the Black Family, and we've done a couple of albums, you know. But I suppose we all had different uh, roads to take. And two of my brothers now live in San Francisco, and uh, Shay and Michael.
0: Yeah, and I know you get together occasionally because I see you you head on the high seas at times. There, I think, don't you? Yeah, we do
1: that. Well, we do the Joni Madden um, folk and Irish cruise. Um, and uh, it's it's um, it's great fun, and it's a it's a great way for us to get together for that week, and we bring in, we can bring the been bringing our own families and or some of them, and you know it's just great for us to link up like that and to, to have fun and sing because we do love to sing together still, you know. Um, it's it's something that we we enjoy.
0: And of course, Frances is now in the Senate.
1: Oh, Frances is a senator. Can you believe it? I mean, mother father would be so proud if they taught her little their little girl from Chairman Street. As a senator. <laughs>
0: um, it is amazing that the road that life leads. When you say that you grew up with with music, what drew you into music as a career?
1: Well, it kind of happened. Um, it, it wasn't a big major plan, you know, to, to become a, a well-known singer or anything like it. I, I suppose I had friends. The family played, and we had friends who played. And then I joined a band called General Humbert from, they were mostly from Casabarada. And how I came about meeting them was I used to go up and visit Shay, my eldest brother, and he was working up there. And he got to know the local musicians. And we started to sing and play together, and we said we'd form a band. And we recorded and traveled for a couple of years with General Humbert. Um, and that was that was the start, really, for me in a more professional way. Now, we didn't do a huge amount of work, but um, it was great fun, and we, it gave me a lot of experience. And then I decided, I met up with Declan Sinnott. I was singing all the while, you know what I mean, with different guitar players and with my brothers. Um, in 1980, 81, I would have met up with Declan Sinnott through Christy Moore, and um, we started to uh, do, do small gigs together and. um and we formed a band and we released an album and that was kind of the way it happened, you know. It was over a long period of time, it wasn't an overnight success by any manner of means, you know.
0: I know, it's one of these overnight successes that takes ten years.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, of course, what, when you were were out solo, there was uh, some real breakthroughs in Ireland for female singers in the folk genre. That's right, yes. Um, you know, between Dolores um, and Eleanor McAvoy's writing, uh, Woman's Heart, yeah, that, that, had tr- right, yeah. that had a tremendous impact on music.
1: Oh, it really did, that album. Well, how that all came about, the Record label were um, putting together a compilation album of well-known artists from Ireland, and it was looking more and more like women you know, artists. And I, well, me and another person suggested that maybe we should keep it all women. So there was such strength in Irish female artists at that time and still is to an extent but um, there was Sharon Shannon and uh, Maura O'Connell um, Dolores as you said Francis and myself and Eleanor McAvoy and that was the first of three Women's Heart albums and of course in the second and third one there was there was uh, various other female artists that, that, that joined the ranks you know but that first album was huge it just took off and it was so unexpected eleanor was in my band at the time and i had heard her singing a woman's heart backstage just with her guitar in the, in the dressing room and i suggested that she should come come out come into, into the, the, the the six women be part of it because of mainly because of that song because i felt the song was so powerful and uh and it so it was it was the flagship of that album and you know, it, it, it just it just was fantastic. I was supposed to outsell most albums, Irish albums ever, one of the best-selling albums. So it was great for everybody.
0: So then, I know there were, uh, as with any family, uh, you can get busy bearing children, and I'm sure you you had to take a quiet uh, musical road for a number of years when, when the kids were probably more demanding.
1: Yeah, I still managed to keep it going, and I mean, I continued to record, and I did... I probably did a, a tour of America every year you know so there were times when it was difficult and we went to Australia quite a lot I actually got busier when my, my children got, got, got <laughs> as my career grew you know my family was growing and um, it was very hard juggling it really I and mean, we had to be careful that I would be home make sure I had a big you know be at home long a good section before I head away for three weeks to America or Australia and and then make sure I was home, you know, on the other side. And I was always a full-on parent at home, you know, I do, I did everything with them, you know. So it was tough, but it was doable, and we managed, they managed to grow up okay. don't think they were too damaged by it all. I was probably more damaged than them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, as I said, they're doing fantastic in the music industry as well. So now you're on a tour in North America, and uh, yes. how long is this tour running?
1: Uh, it's we finish on the 13th of August in uh, San Francisco so we're on we've four done now we've been all around Massachusetts and New Hampshire and we're down here in Austin, te- Texas now for tonight for a show tonight and tomorrow in Lubbock, Texas right. so um, and we move I, we're moving it we have a sleeper bus so we'll be doing quite a lot of travel and then, of course our only one is, is in uh, Canada is, is, is there the one you mentioned earlier uh,
0: Monday, August
1: 7th yes yeah I'm looking forward to that. I would love to tour Canada. Um, at some stage, to just say my goodbyes, but yeah. hopefully it, there's no sign of that happening uh, yet, but you never know. But I'm looking forward to having the one there anyway.
0: So, Mary, when would have been the last time you did some serious touring here in Canada that you would have got to see a bit of the country?
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a long time, I and mean, we wouldn't have done any serious touring in Canada. We would have hit the, the sort of major cities like Toronto, I think, we played in London, Ontario. We played uh, just over the border in a, a, a town I can't remember. We also played Vancouver a long time ago at a festival. So uh, it would be lovely to—I'd love to do it. And I—I I think now that things are winding down, it could be something. It's kind of on my bucket list. I'd love to do smaller venues in little towns if there was a, a sort of a route, you know, because I haven't really toured there, you know, properly. So it's something that
0: I would love to do, you know. It's I, if you're happy in small venues and it's something that could be arranged. But I'm sure I would strongly recommend don't do it in February.
1: Oh no, um, no. Not in this <laughs> one. <laughs> not to ski not in me, this would
0: one. I? You would. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that and your 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 um, thermal long johns. Yes. So the, uh, the gig on Monday night, as I say, it's yes. the Midland Cultural Centre, yes. and it's at 8pm, and uh, Roisin is with you. She with is, Rota.
1: she's opening the show, and uh, she, she's going down very well, and she, it, it, she sings with me at the end, I come back on stage. So it's lovely to have her on board, you know, and uh, hanging out with her is, is great.
0: <coughs> Just so we can give the coordinates, the website for the Midland Cultural Centre is Centre dot com. Yes. That's Midland Cultural Centre dot com, and Mary is there on Monday evening. And um, not only is there music in your own family, of course, um, Francis's daughter is out there also, Eva. Oh, and she's is doing very yeah, well. Yes,
1: she's, she's doing very well, and. Uh she's she's actually going to be she's touring uh just starting in august she's doing a, a lot of touring uh right through to to october i think in in america and possibly in canada i'm not sure but uh yeah she's doing really well etha etha scott and her brother's a yeah. lovely musician as well Owen, who just had a baby girl there the week before i came away very exciting news for the family wrote francis's first grandchild and um Yeah, no, it's great to see it, you know, going through to the next generation.
0: Well, Mary, I want to thank you for taking the time, and I appreciate it, uh, because time is precious, and uh, while many people see that you walk on stage and you perform an hour and a half or two hours, uh, we all know that life on the road is not the hour and a half, two hours that you put on stage, there's a long day uh, beforehand, and there's a long long night after. A lot
1: of travelling and all that, yeah. It takes it out of you, all right?
0: Indeed. It does, we had
1: two flights it does and a two scenery. and a half hour drive yesterday, for example. So that's that's not typical, but it is part of the whole thing. You know, you have to get to get from A to B. You have to do it. You know, right,
0: that's right. Well, Mary, I want to take you. Thank you, as I said, for taking right. the time. And uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to get over to Midland on Monday night. No. I would love to. So have a wonderful night in in Midland.
1: I will, and I'm looking forward to it very much. We'll have good crack.
0: And it's been an honor and a pleasure chatting with you.
1: Okay, Austin. Awesome.